This is Double Exposure Show, co-hosted by Sophia Lemon and myself, Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny, off-topic rants. If you're not one of those, stop listening right now. Just kidding. Here we go. Is it working now? It's working now. It's not something you want to hear when you're, yeah. I'm recording. (laughs) We are having some issues. This episode might be interesting. I hope that my internet holds up. I think it's this topic. Honestly, I don't think it's the episode. It doesn't want to be recorded, Mm -hmm. which is funny because this is probably the most important topic that we will ever cover ever. In the entire everness. Exactly. Yeah. But otherwise, what's up? What's happening? What's shaking? Shaking? (laughs) (laughs) This is it. You're looking at it. Let's see. Um, There was so much I had to tell you. So much. And... Tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. Look, okay, where do I start? Let's start here. Um, our friend Dave Sanford's doing a show uh, gallery, and uh, I've been printing for the gallery like crazy because he's in Australia. And um, basically, I run his business when he's not here. And uh, it's it's pretty cool, but um, I I just... Kind of wanted to talk about people treating you like shit or, mm-hmm. you know, being entitled and um, word of advice, everybody, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the out- outcome you're looking for. And this goes along with uh, me always saying, you know, don't be a rock star, don't be a diva, etc. Yeah. No matter what, don't treat people like shit. It, they're not, especially if they're working for you or with you. And you're depending on them to get stuff done. Um, basically, what happened was uh, this individual who's putting the show together um, is pick it, picked up uh, somewhere like 18 uh, images from the place that builds the frames for the canvases that we stretch. So long story short, um, some stuff was dropped off at the studio that I was supposed to marry with the stuff that's being picked up from Chops that's supposed to go to Sarnia and um I forgot (laughs) I forgot to bring the four images from the studio to chops so this person picked them picked uh, the images up that are going for the show but didn't pick up these things and she was not happy now she knew that these images had to be picked up so I just thought at the time that you're loading your vehicle with with these pictures you should be like well this isn't all of them Mm -hmm. yet you know she went home and then decided to call me to tell me this. Um, she did not, she was not very nice. <laughs> she basically made it seem like it's my fault. Uh, and meanwhile, I have really nothing to do with this except, uh, you know, I printed stuff and that's about it. So I wanted to kind of put this together with the episode to, to say, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, that's hilarious because, um, I was going to mention these couple of books that I have read or have been reading recently, mm-hmm. and I have mentioned them in recent episodes, and that is first, Networking Like a Pro, but mm-hmm. more importantly, 
to what you just said, how to win friends and influence people. Mm -hmm. Because this morning, I literally just finished the two chapters on don't tell people that they're wrong and don't argue with people mm -hmm. because you're not going to get what you want. Which <laughs> is very difficult for me because I'm an argumentative person and I like to be right. And mm -hmm. not that I like to tell people that they're wrong, but I like to tell people that I'm right. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so that's going to be a different, or sorry, a difficult concept. Yeah. And I definitely learned, I definitely learned from my own mistakes here and I wish I didn't because I made myself uh, look like an ass a few times. And if not what look like mean? an ass, at least feel like an ass. Well, there's so many, so many examples that I don't remember. But oh, where you like argued with people? Yeah, or you absolutely. Tried to be right. Yeah. Well, because I was just adamant, you know. So so now when the person's arguing with me and they seem very sure about what they're talking about, yeah. I'm just I literally step back and go, well, they might be right, so I'm just gonna leave it alone. Or they might be wrong, but does it matter? It doesn't matter. Who cares no. if they're wrong? You, you don't need to prove them right. It really doesn't matter. And the funny thing is, if you argue with them and you're right, they're not going to like you. But if you don't argue with them, they might still like so. you. And if people like you, you start to build some sort of credibility with them. In the future, you might be able to be right with them. Mm -hmm. I, uh, so, so not where I'm at Long story right short. Yes. I mean, I went to the studio last night. I picked up the images and... <clears throat> I'm actually going to deliver them to Sarnia today myself. Okay, That's very nice of you. Yeah, well, she made a plan to come down tomorrow to pick them up. But because she was being rude, I didn't tell her that I was going to deliver them today. I said nothing. That was my intention the whole time. If she was really nice and kind of apologetic about it, that would have been great. Or how about if she had called you when she's picking up the images and they weren't there? Like... Oh, I would have. Is Sarnia not a little bit of a drive? Um, for me, door to door, it's forty-five minutes. Well, that's not terrible. No, it's it to go to London. Sometimes it takes forty-five minutes. Like it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like to go to the studio. There, there's there's times that it would take me forty-five minutes to get there, depending on the time of day. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous, and I mean, distance-wise, it's like twenty kilometers versus eighty or a hundred even. Yeah, but knowing you, if she had called you. Oh my, when she's I would have dropped everything. Right? Well, or you would have fi like uh, figured out the most convenient way. Like, do you need these right now? Yeah, well, they're they're yes putting no. the gallery up right now. They're <sighs> they're putting it together. So basically, I took pictures of pictures, send them to her, told her what sizes, and they're just leaving blank spaces until they get these images. And I think the yeah. gallery's on Saturday. So there's there's oh. definitely plenty of time, but and I get it. I I, I totally get it. It was I really wanted to share this because it wasn't handled really well, you know, and you're right. That book about how to win friends and influence people talks about it. And a lot of it is common sense. Just don't be a bitch. Okay. And that's not calling yeah. her a bitch, not saying she was a bitch. I mean, don't be a bitch. Don't cry about it. Don't, don't bitch about it. Don't moan about it. Figure it out. And if you're emotional, yes. it literally, if you're emotional, go for a run, go jog or <laughs> something or do a hundred pushups, uh, get it out of your system, but don't, do not treat other people like that. Um, yeah. so it, it, how did you respond though? I didn't, I was just calm. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I well, get that's excited, the, what I'd be more concerned with, yeah. cause you, you can't control how she 
responds to you, right? You can only control how you respond to her. And I, this makes me so mad because right now I'm saying this and I'm just listening to my mother saying, you can only control your own behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, mom. (laughs) But it's a fact. It is. Ugh. And and I, I think, I've never told you this, but I think you definitely need to work on a lot of things yourself, the way you <laughs> conduct arguments with people. Um, you. The way I conduct arguments with you. My guess it's just me. <laughs> Lucky me. I don't conduct arguments with you the same way that I conduct arguments with everyone. But okay. I Okay, so I recently had an experience with a friend where I, like, we've ended our friendship for, like... The third time (laughs) because we argue about this stuff and I try to explain like 70 billion different ways how his behavior makes me feel. Mm -hmm. And so I tell him when he does something that makes me feel like shit. And then he says, well, look at what you're doing (laughs) or like just completely deflects and starts blaming me for stuff. I'm like, hold on, hold the phone. Just, I'm telling you how you're making me feel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if this is the, like the sixth time this is happening and I've told you six times, like, you know exactly how I'm going to respond. Stop doing it. Otherwise, I assume <laughs> that you want to start an argument. Yeah. And a lot of times things like that, when it's uh, the argument is the same over and over, there's undealt tension in, in there and it, it goes a little bit deeper. There's things you might want to say to each other that you're not saying and well i try to say those things that's the thing yeah yeah I'm usually pretty angry when i say them though the, but with you the things that you do that piss me off or the one thing that you do that pisses me off is like you're late <laughs> not gonna help it that's, that's about <laughs> it <laughs> um i live in a different realm uh where yeah. where the the time the time doesn't exist it's it is what it is. It's something that people have to deal with. It's something I have to deal with. Um, I, Do we have any like illustrators listening to this podcast? Because I really hope that they like make some animation of you living in a different realm, or <laughs> <laughs> you're just floating through space. There's That's no how time. I feel like. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, but it's a problem, like, because you and I have different concepts of time obviously so no the concept's the same it's just the the value (laughs) you put on time is different for you than it is for me and i think yeah at some point what happened i'll I'll be completely honest with you i don't know what happened i can only guess um but it was a lot of things that made you realize that life is finite um i may have shared this before but i've been close to death a couple of times you know Mm -hmm. and like whether it was almost drowning to um, just being in a collision or, you know, being rear-ended. Like that one, t- that one time we were rear-ended. <laughs> that, was, that, that was like nothing. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought you were talking no, about. No, I'm talking uh, we about, were talking about for real sitting on my motorcycle being hit from behind by a car and then doing a ninja backflip off the seat of the bike. Yeah. Literally true story. Not a backflip. Did that though. guy drive away too? No, uh, he okay. would have, I think, but my bike was under the car. <laughs> right. And so he couldn't drive away. He had to back up. Um, but uh, I escaped unharmed. And it was so funny. Yeah. It was a really hot day. And I remember taking off my motorcycle jacket, thinking, I'm going to just like put it in the, in the seat and uh, not wear it because it's so hot. I'm like, I'm in the city. I'll be fine. From that day forward, there was no yeah. exceptions. 
motorcycle boots, motorcycle jeans, motorcycle jacket, helmet, well, everything. What I'm, do what do you guys have to wear these days? Like, helmet. do you just literally wear a leather jacket? Because the one guy at have to BNI literally well, the one guy at BNI rides his yes, literally have to because the one guy at BNI wears like a hard like yeah vest. Yeah, what you have to wear literally helmet? just is just a helmet. Wow. And not a very good one. It like a like a little beanie. That's it. As long as oh, it's yes. DOT approved, you're you're safe. And you can literally ride the bike in your underwear. No gloves, no shoes. Doesn't matter. As long as you have a helmet. Oh, you're that'd safe. be awful. Because I would for sure fall off that thing. I've never fallen off, luckily, and you know, I I, I hope I never do. Uh, I've lost control once going around a weird bend, and luckily regained control um like millimeters from where the road ended onto gravel yeah otherwise it would have been game over uh but like the road was a little slick and i literally slid from the middle of the lane to the right side of the lane Uh, and i don't consider that close to death those 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 things are just me being stupid um i just mean going back to what i was talking about earlier uh, maybe having a different perspective on life just knowing your life is finite so just live your life do your things you could die tomorrow um hannah's brother was in a serious car collision where his business colleague that was in the passenger seat with him actually did pass away on the spot Mm. um and uh poor guy for the last three and a half years or three years rather he's been dealing with the rehabilitation and insurance companies and finally he received a settlement and everything but but the impact that it had on him you know um was kind of like he he's a little bit more anxious now and it had it had a serious impact and and so i i tell him all the time like you know aaron you came you've come so close like just just live your life just don't stress about things don't worry about things and he's the kind of guy who worries about time (laughs) you know yeah but i gotta be on time Uh, people are waiting for me etc etc and um and one thing that bothers me and that I do feel guilty about is that if people are waiting for me or counting on yeah. me, I feel bad about that. I really do. Uh, but at the same time, I bite off more than I can chew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I really do. I do too many things and I realize that. And I don't do them because uh, I'm trying to make more money. I do them because mm-hmm. I enjoy certain things and certain things I feel like will impact others in a positive way. So I do them. This podcast, for example, it probably wouldn't be the first thing I cut out in, in order to have my more time. I really yeah. enjoy it, and I really do feel like we're helping people. Whether we're helping people, like, by... Literally start a business, or... Yeah, or just entertaining them. Yeah. I'm good with either. <laughs> right? So... Um, that would be a good show, just like a creative entrepreneur rant yeah. show. Yeah, funny enough... <laughs> That is so funny because when you asked me earlier what you want to talk about, that was going to be one of my suggestions is just rant, just, just rant. rant, Literally, let's just rant. Um, You know, kind of like, yeah, Uh, maybe we can do that (laughs) once every three months or so Um, or once a month even. So I'm down because I have a number of topics listed here that are like basically inspired by rants. (laughs) Well, and just our approach to the podcast, right? I mean, we... I think right away we kind of said that it's not going to be perfect. So why, no. why bother try to make it perfect? Um, yeah. Let's just do what we do. Uh, 
you know, if if I wanted to, for example, eat this Smarties package, I would. Yeah. These are literally me as instruments. Um, uh, <laughs> so you can't eat them. <laughs> I, I don't eat them because they're her. She'd pick up the box and be like. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She would just go on with her life. She'd forget that she had them. I, I think well, I told you last week that her, her building blocks are literally old pieces of film. Yeah. And we, we use all kinds of random stuff. But um, so one, one other thing I wanted to add uh, before we, we conclude our winning statements mm-hmm. is um, I finally got paid by one of my clients because uh, once in a blue moon, I just feel like, okay, enough's enough. I'm going to call some people. And this is a real estate agent whom I photographed the house in question back in February or January of 2017. Okay. And um, uh, people nickel and dime me all the time. And my minimum price hmm. for to photograph a house is $150. It's not a lot. It, especially if it's a bigger house, it's, it's worth it for them. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, she always wants to pay cash and this, that. I said, you know what, since this is technically your, it was her second home I photographed for her, but I'm like, technically your first one, um, not going to go into details about that. Uh, I said, I'll give you a 20% discount. So $150 will be 120 Okay, okay, high five. Well, she wasn't paying. And wasn't paying, wasn't paying, wasn't paying, wasn't paying. And then six months later, she's like, oh, I thought we agreed on $100 plus cash. I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> that's not the case. Hold on, did she sell the house? Oh my God, yeah. Right okay, away. The next day, after, the, yeah. after it went on MLS... Uh, and the house was listed for four seventy eight ish, four eighty. Like we're talking more than a hundred dollar commission here, okay? Yeah. And and that's the frustrating part because I know it, first of all it was winter, and it took me I would say almost an hour and a half to photograph this house mm-hmm. because I had to follow her and wait for her to finish staging certain areas and help her move shit. Like it was not worth my time, but I was doing it mm-hmm. just to be nice. And, um, we reconnected about a year later again. And she said, I would gladly pay this, but I thought we agreed on a hundred dollars cash. I'm going, well, that's not the case. Just pay the bill. And periodically every other week or once a month, I would resend her the invoice and she would never open them. So I finally called her and I said, listen, we got it. We got to take care of this. Like Mm -hmm. I'm at the point where I'm just going to send this to collections if you don't want to pay it. And so $150 plus the 13% HST was $169.50. So that's the fine, the, the total. And she still felt the need to say, well, you know what? What if I just pay you $150 and we call it even? Sophia, I just said, you know what? Just pay pay whatever you can. Like, just just pay it. I'd rather just close the, close this and forget about it because... I, I thought about it from the collections perspective. And a lot of times when you send things to collections, they will negotiate the price with you. You know, yeah. I'm like this, uh, I will lose the $9.50 yeah. just to call. And they it. don't pay you the full amount. They pay you a portion of it. Yeah, you that's right. Well, yeah. on amounts under $300, they will buy the whole, the whole contract. They will pay you the full oh, amount, right. but regardless. Um, so what, what happened was, uh, this was on a Friday. She, she got, on a Saturday, I text message her again. I'm saying, okay, I haven't received the payment. Just want to follow up. She goes, oh, I'll pay you on Monday. Why people do this, I don't know. But whatever. Okay. 
I said, great, pay me on Monday. On Monday, I get an amount without, without any explanation for $139.50. So $30 short, yeah. So I, and then she sends me a message. Um, basically, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but the message basically said, um, so I'm looking at this invoice and uh, the total is $139.50, not, um, not $169.50. And she found the very first invoice, including the 20% discount that I told her, I said, listen, I, you forfeited that discount by not paying me for almost two years. Like that mm-hmm. discount is like an early payment discount. So yeah. it's gone. And then of course, then started the, the words, you know, you're unreliable. We talked about this. We agreed about this. And from her perspective, I basically looked at it from her perspective, you know, like, okay, I, I get it. You were under the impression about certain things, but but you did take almost two years to pay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to worry about pennies here, you know, nickels here type thing. But mm-hmm. we just literally agreed on this amount. So what the hell is your problem? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I, I, I'll tell you what I said that I'm not proud of. Um, but I, I did feel like I wanted to say this. And so I'm just looking it up right now. Uh, what date was Monday? Was it the 15th? I don't even know. Ah, here it yes. is. Okay. I, um, okay. So give me, give me one minute. I'll, I'll, I'll read this to everybody. Um, so she goes, Hi, I think there's been some miscommunication. I'm about to e-transfer and open this up. $139.50. So I'll pay that now. I'm not even sure at this point where all the other figures came from. But anyways, this should clear things up. Moving forward, what would you charge me should I hire you again? Just so we're on the same page. Thanks. This was my reply, Sophia. You kind of forfeited the discount by taking almost two years to pay. And moving forward, I would rather not work together. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, wow, understood, but you check your records. I responded to you almost immediately when you first sent the invoice, then didn't hear back. All water under the bridge now. I made the e-transfer. This is from June 30th, 2016. We're in October 15th, 2018. She's talking about June 30th, 2016. So I I was wrong. I thought it was two years. It's over two years. Yeah. Um, So I will read you my reply and we'll call it a day. I said, I I won't argue with you, name. I will say that the real estate market must be doing very badly to shortchange me by $10.50 from an already renegotiated amount of over $150. Just so you know, the difference will come out of my own pocket since I've already claimed the invoice and pay taxes on it. My only conclusion is that you have zero respect for me and my work. That is what led me to my decision to not continue a professional relationship with you. Thanks. And I ended it. She wrote a big rebuttal and everything. And the conclusion to the whole thing was she sent me the difference. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't reply anymore, but she did pay me the 140. Actually, she's still 50 cents short from $150, which I don't care. At this point, I just sent her the, the invoice that's marked paid. And I even sent her the invoice that I paid the difference because it is already claimed. I've already, yeah. I already paid taxes on it and everything. And I'm not going to worry about these little things, but I am going to tell you that knowing full well 
that I should just leave it alone. I still went ahead and said that, you know, yeah. real estate market must not be doing so well for you yeah. to shortchange me. Don't do that. It's not worth it. No. It's not worth it because she knows a lot of people that I know. She was recommended. Uh, I was recommended to her from a very good client of mine. And uh, I don't feel like I was a huge dick, but I did drive <laughs> the point across, right? Yeah. Um, so please, if you're listening to this or watching this and you're like, you know, whatever, you didn't do so bad, don't do that. If I could rewind and go back, I would um, tell myself, don't do it. Yeah. So, but uh, the advice I would have for you is don't wait two and a half years to collect either. Be persistent, <laughs> right? Be on top of it. Um, but this, this goes along with our networking episode uh, topic so well because this, this is networking also. This is huge when it comes to networking to understand that um, this impacts you in more ways than one because your clients network with your future and past clients. And yeah. what you do, how you, how you conduct business impacts your future business. So, right. For sure. And, and, and yeah. basically what it comes down to any interaction with any future or present current past clients, any interaction is networking. You've been listening to double exposure show. Thanks to Benjamin Edward for our aardvark, Ben sound for our theme music. And thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Don't forget to join us in the Double Exposure Show group on Facebook. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Until next time. Get to work. Thank you.